What is up, guys? Welcome to this episode of the Ace of Spada podcast, hosted by your boy right here, Anthony Spada. And on today's episode, I am doing a deep dive into the four biggest traits that I see of my successful clients. Um, this is going to help you figure out how to be a better client, not only for your coach, but if you're yourself, your own coach, it helps you be better for yourself and to get you the results. Um, these are how my best clients always see the results that they get is through these four things. Um, and there's no hidden truths about this. There's no secrets. It comes down to literally these four things, and that is it. Um, I'm going to do a little deep dive in each one, um, discuss a little bit of this. Um, I know you guys have been used to a bit more of the educational episodes. Um, I'm taking one week of a break off that so I can get that going again. Um, but I think this is actually really educational for people to understand what it actually takes to be a really good client. I think most people don't understand um, how to actually be one. And they just think that being a client's kind of just executing the plan and that's it. Um, but there's more to it than that. Um, and I'm going to go into it. But before we even get to the episode, as you guys know, the podcast is teamed up with Morphogen Nutrition. I actually have their massive shaker bottle right here filled with water because I'm going to need to take a few sips to stay hydrated during this podcast. Um, you guys can use code SPADA for 10% off all supplements at Morphogen Nutrition. Um, they have come out with some pretty cool things. Um, their multivitamin is probably the best on the market. There's no one even touching it. Um, I'm excited to actually try that out myself. No no need to for right now because I have all my things I need. I'm not actually taking too many things that that actually requires. Um, but I know I'll have my clients be taking that um, a lot to actually literally minimize down how many pills they actually have to take. So um, use code SPADA at checkout to save yourself some dollar dollar bills. And as you guys know, Symbiote Strength, my own coaching company, is accepting clients at this moment. So if you guys are interested in signing up and you actually want to be one of these great clients, um, definitely go do that. Um, I have a few spots open. Actually, I don't have a few. I have a good amount, um, just as much as I can handle. I want to make sure to give you guys some quality service. So if you guys have listened to the podcast so long, you guys love my education. Um, I'm telling you, it's just a little itty bitty part of what comes in my coaching. So yeah, the link to apply is in the show notes if you guys are interested, or you can DM me at Spade of Fitness, or you can also DM at Symbiote Strength on Instagram. Um, so let's get into this episode, man how to be a great client you know i never man when i started even with a coach i always followed everything to a t there was no ifs and or buts it's still it's just executing the plan um but a lot of people struggle with that why do a lot of people struggle well before we even get to this how to be a great client um it starts with the coach I find I find the biggest one and the biggest thing that holds people back is honestly the way that the coach even starts them. Um, I talked about this the other day on how on how to be a great coach actually on one of my posts on Instagram, and I touched on it. And you have to meet the client where they're at. So if they're new to tracking and they're new to doing things, you can't just give them hey hit these hit these protein carbs and fat goals. And let them on their way. You have to slowly introduce things. So slowly teaching them how to portion out their protein, how to actually measure their protein, um, how to get it in enough, how to show them maybe 
they may need more meals than possible. Um, start with the protein and then after a few weeks, if they get that down consistently, then move on to the carbs. They do that consistently, then move on to the fats. And you add in these variables as they go on. So, or you have, I have some more advanced clients who have been in the gym for three, four years, who know, who have been tracking macros, who have been working out, who know their way around the gym, who know their way around food and what they need to eat. Um, those guys, you can give um, the macro goals right away. You can give them the hard training right away and they'll understand everything. Um, there's some people who know macros, but they don't know training. So you have to teach them maybe the intensity that you want, um, teach them the proper form. And that takes time. I think a lot of people are always in a rush to get to get it. And the biggest thing, I feel like the biggest trait, one of the biggest traits of a great client is honestly patience. Um, why? Because a lot of people are in, we live in a society today where everybody's in such a rush to get get things done, get things in their hands, get the results they need, and move on to the next thing. Um, it takes a while. Oftentimes, you've heard this probably plenty of times before, but it, how long it took you to get to where you're at, it's gonna take you twice as long to get to where you want to go. Um, that is the same with anything that has to deal with your physique and anything that has to deal with your nutrition. Um, I often find that a lot of people try to make their long-term their long-term goals into their short-term goals. That's why I always try to talk with clients about their, their goal setting and see what is their goal um, because I want to make sure that they understand how long it takes to get there. Um, it doesn't happen in a day. It doesn't happen in a week. It doesn't even happen in a month. Yes, changes can occur within that month, but it takes those days and continually hitting those days perfectly, every single consistently, every single day um, for months on end. That's how you get the results, honestly, is it takes a lot of patience, it takes a lot of time. One thing you're gonna do is you're gonna question yourself a lot throughout the process. Um, when it comes down to patience, a lot of people don't have it, and also with with anything with physique um, enhancement and physique transformation, there's a lot of body dysmorphia and thinking, oh, I'm not changing, I'm not seeing the results I want. Well, that's where a coach comes in and they have that objective eyes outside of it. So. Um, patience I find is the biggest one because if you're in a rush you're not allowing the coach you're going to freak out you're going to think it's the coach's fault that you're not seeing results in time but it's really kind of up to you to be consistent for a long time like think about it if you this is how I talk about things with my clients too when it comes down to patience and consistency is um, uh I'm not even going to go consistency because I'm actually going to dive into one of my other ones, but um, the patience aspect, like knowing that it's going to take longer and that expectation is set upon the coach too as well. The coach has to show them that, hey, it's going to take a while. Like if you're new to tracking macros and you're new to training, it's going to take quite a bit to actually learn how to properly train, learn how to properly track your macros, learn how to properly like sustainably have a relationship with food like there's many different things that go into it and you know that's part of the game and learning those skills though in the beginning will enhance your life so much because you'll be able to apply those skills after you're done with the coach um, a lot of people want to skip past and they just want to be told what to do but that doesn't help that doesn't help you when you want to leave and go to the next coach. That honestly just leaves you needing a coach and in need of one and needing to understand. And 
you're not actually you just need to be told what to do not actually being taught how to do it um that's the biggest thing so patience number one is honestly the biggest trait of a great client um not not knowing that things are going to come quick not knowing that things are going to happen pretty quick is probably the number one thing that's actually not even on my list it's pretty funny i have a list right next to me um it's not even on my list um what is one of the other biggest traits i guess there's going to be five now there's not even four there's going to be five um fill out the check-in with detail on time man this one ruffles my feathers i had some clients before um i mean i've only been doing this for a year but i've had a few clients come with me come to me and you know i track we track the biofeedback here you know we look at the stress we look at the sleep we look at the gym performance we look at the mood the energy um hunger levels appetite we look at all these different things and and digestion too and you know because digestion is a big thing um and the one thing that i see is just single sentence answers or like no problems um the one thing they do is they all they don't give any detail to it and you know it's upon the coach i find um the way that i do my check-in is i do have them fill out the sheet um and in the sheet i do want a few sentences per each one it depends upon the coach honestly some are more detailed than others it depends on who your athletes are it depends on um what skill level they are at and everything um so teaching them what to actually look out for will help them get better detailed with it um that's what i find so when you're looking at digestion you're looking at oh what do i even look at digestion for um well you want to look at bloating you want to look at loose stools like you want to look at do you have an upset stomach like do you have do you have gas a lot like there's many different things that go into it um that can happen but some clients don't understand digestion that's where you teach them and you have to tell them what to look out for um with stress like a lot of people we live in a world today where stress is like a big thing but since it's such a big thing that people kind of find it it's just very common and it's very like they just get used to it so um People don't know how to actually discern just regular life from from them actually having stress. So maybe looking at things like whether they're nervous, whether they're frustrated, anxious, um, heart starts to race. When you see your resting heart rate start to go up, typically you are stressed. Um, so you could see that. Um, sleep, how you waking up? Are you lethargic? Are you energized? Do you feel clear headed? Um, do you feel do you feel your body feels refreshed, um, or are you feeling kind of still like really like? down you don't feel great you're not you're still tired um that could be things that you have to look out for but when you start to teach them that and they still give one sentence answers that's when you have to be more concerned um you really want to see some more details because here's the one thing guys if you're a client the coach the biggest thing i can give you is the communication aspect between the coach and the client is why you will have success the coach cannot read your mind so if you are having a problem and you don't speak up about it then you're just you're just delaying your own progress now as a coach i also ask plenty of questions on check-in days all my clients can agree to this because i ask them probably about like 10 extra questions on check-in days um in their whatsapp um messages um that they are they're like wow i didn't think about that and you know you have to you have to ask them that because then they start to realize then they're like oh that's what you mean by this 
Um, so then they add that detail now the next time to their check-in sheet. But when you see these one sentence answers, I normally get very kind of worried about the client. Typically it means that they're not showing effort, um, that they just wanna get it done um, and that they just want to send it in. It may be particularly that they might be holding something back. Um, it could be that they honestly might just have one sentence. I've sent one sentences answers to my coach, but I'm also a coach, so I know if I have a problem, I will raise it up to him. Um, but I have no need to. But that's just that's a different that's a different level of trust there. It depends upon that. Um, so always be willing to give detail about the things that you see in your life. Like if you're concerned about something, put it in the check-in. If you if you um, had a shit day at the gym, put it in there. Um, coaches can't read if you're having good sessions or bad sessions. Like everyone's like, one thing I actually had today. It's actually really funny. And um, I had a client come to had a client talk with me today for his check in, and he was like, and I was like, you know, you seem to be upset about your progress, but you know, you say you're getting stronger in the gym, but and then he sent a message like some days I'm not performing well some days I am some days I'm able to go to failure some days I'm not and I was like hmm made me take a step back and maybe kind of ask a few questions about if he understood progressive overload and if he understood kind of the main aspects to it um and honestly he didn't understand that well like the theory behind my um ideology is that you need to get an extra rep the next week. So that's why it's important to log your lift so you know how many reps you got. So next week you go in and you get more reps or you go in and get more weight. Um, that's the biggest thing. And then he didn't understand that that's the mentality you have to have. He's just like, oh, maybe I'm getting stronger. And he sees himself getting stronger, but he doesn't track his lifts like that detailed to where he's actually getting stronger. And he's actually seeing progress. So it could be delaying his progress. But that's where the education comes in too is also in those check-ins, if you fill them out with detail and there is a problem, coaches are able to educate you on what's actually going on, um, why you may be seeing this problem, how to go about doing it so that when they leave and if you run into this problem again, you'll know how to handle it. Um, so always filling out the check-in with detail and also on time. The one thing is you have to respect their time because they give you a ton of time. One thing is a coach, um, especially at least for me, is and I know plenty of other coaches do this they have a full-time job and they also coach on the side so they're using their free time to kind of coach you and to give you stuff and the least you could do is send the check-in in on time if you send it in late at least send a message like the day before that it might be late um, but don't like go and just fill out the check-in like if they say a certain time by this day on this day send in the check-in by that time at that day it helps them get their work done when they need to get done. It helps them be more efficient and helps them like just figure out what they need instead of like getting through all the check-ins and then someone sends one at like 5 p.m. and then they have to answer. Um, it's kind of disrespectful to their time. So fill out the check-in with detail and on time. Number two, execute the plan with consistency and max effort. Man, I cannot say this enough. Consistency is king. I hope everybody just took that away and heard that very deeply in their ears. Um, consistency and effort are king. When you get a plan, no matter what it is, you have to put effort into it. Like I wrote about this post yesterday. I was like, 
the coach is just the guide on the journey like you have to walk the walk you have to eat the meals you have to put you have to actually perform the exercises perform the workouts like your coach can't make you do anything like it's up to you and no one else and that's where the effort comes in like you have to put max effort if you aren't putting max effort and you're blaming the coach saying that you're not progressing there's nothing there's no one else to blame but you your effort dictates your success the coach can't change anything either unless that you're consistent with the plan i'm going to go into this in a second but with effort like you need to put the effort into the workouts are you truly going to failure um are you taking videos to send to the coach are you doing that actually i'm going to discuss that in the next one um but are you putting in maximum effort to get the most out of it that you can are you taking the rest days when you are are you actually making the meals are you making sure that you get in your macros um doing all those things and then i said this as before consistency is king i cannot say this enough the people who achieve the most success and physical transformations are the ones who are consistent with the macros and consistent with the training they take the rest days when they need to take them they train balls to the wall when they when they have to train and they eat the food that they have to eat on the train day and they eat the food that they had to eat on the rest day they follow direction and they they perform and they execute i talked about this before every one thing that i've found myself on is i am i am a perfectionist i don't I don't expect others to be perfect. I expect myself to be perfect, which kind of can get into my my own way a little bit. But when I am when when my coach gives me something, I make sure that I that I am consistent with it to a T. Why? Um, here's here's the thing, and I'm going to take this from my homie Megan Ashley. Um, I actually had her on the podcast before um, a few weeks ago, um, and she said it best. She said. Um, I believe I'm kind of going to paraphrase here, but she said something like, if you're not consistent with the macros and you're not hitting them every single day to the best of your ability, like within a five gram range, you're basically asking the coach and you expect changes. You're basically asking the coach to throw a dart at the board, expecting it to hit bullseye while they're turned around from the board. You're basically expecting the impossible. Um, A coach does not know how well what their intake what they put as your calories and what they put as your macros if you're not consistent with it so say say you're at like 200 protein 250 carb 60 fat and you're eating like 210 carb 180 protein like 55 like 50 50 grams of fat like you're not giving the coach data to know if their plan is actually working I think that's what a lot of people don't understand is like the effort, the consistency is not only beneficial to you because it's going to benefit you because the coach is going to be able to observe and see what patterns are happening to your body, like whether it's improved gym performance, whether they don't perform fairly well in the gym, um, whether their digestion is kind of eh, or maybe their sleep improved maybe it didn't like seeing all these different things maybe they felt weak in the gym like seeing these things and if the client's consistent you could do things like maybe you got to take volume back maybe you got to add food you can't really do that if you don't have consistency you're kind of like well i mean without being consistent i can't really know what is happening because you're 
taking away food when I'm when you're supposed to be eating it and you're not eating enough food when you are supposed to be eating more and it's going to affect your performance like they have that there for a reason so um you know being consistent with the plan is the most important factor i find this one to be legitimately the most important factor because the coach cannot make changes until you are consistent so if you can't hit consistency you have to be honest with yourself over why you're not progressing why you might not be seeing results is it the fact that the coach is you think the coach made this plan really hard or is it that they had expectations that they set forth from the call that you had with them and that you agreed to that and then you're promising yourself that you're going to be consistent and you can't hold up to that promise and then that just leads to less results so knowing that you're you're basically getting in your own way i always say this the biggest roadblock for everybody will be themselves it they it will be you yeah i'm talking about you listening to this right now you will always get in your way you will always think oh why am i eating all this food i feel like i'm getting fat oh why am i eating all why am i not eating all this food i'm getting small like there's a reason behind everything that the coach does and they ex- and if they explain it and they tell you why their macros are set there and why you need to eat more food because typically like i went over um actually releasing a few episodes these upcoming weeks with people under eating um is that typically people do under eat and they need to eat more but they think but we grow up in a society where eat less eat less and people fall off plan because they don't trust what the coach has asked them to ask them of them so being consistent with the plan is very very important if you're not consistent the coach cannot do their job and basically, it's just like you're going to keep spinning your wheels wondering why you're not seeing results. And you're going to put the blame on the coach. And you're going to keep going through other coaches. And if you're not able to get consistent, then it's just it's up to you. It's completely up to you. You and yourself. are You have to hold yourself accountable for it. It's the one thing. The coach is not there to hold your hand. You have to perform. You have to execute the plan with consistency and max effort. Number three, this is a big one. I talked about training. People might not know how to train. I talked about people maybe skipping workouts. Train your fucking ass off and send videos for feedback. Man, I cannot tell you how many people say, oh, and I've done this before too because my coach makes me send videos um, and he'll call me out if I'm not going to failure. Um Every time I see a video, at least within the first month or so of them joining my team, um, they are often not pushing themselves to the possible limit. They're like, they get annoyed with me, actually. <laughs> um, every time every time I get a client, um, at least I've had it. Some of, my, some of my guys, some of my girls also know. They're like, how the fuck hard do I have to train? I'm like, you have more in you. It's what I tell them. I'm like, you have more in you. And I tell them kind of what I tell them, like about the gun to the head mentality and everything. I go into all that, yada, yada, yada. But they're they're like, how much fucking more do I need to push myself? And I'm like, you have to push yourself literally as far as you can possibly go. Not until your mind gives up, but until your body gives up. It's a different atmosphere when you have to do that. And how are you supposed to know that if you don't send videos for feedback? The coach, The coach can just assume that you're executing with failure. But if you're new to training... 
you had to send videos. I find beneficial. I find videos more beneficial to them because they're able to see. And then I actually, I go a little bit farther and I actually like record um, exercises for some of my clients. So if they don't know how to perform them, I'll record them. I'll record myself going through the exercise so they know exactly how to perform it. So we don't have to waste some time. Then we just have to focus on tweaking a bit of form and focusing more on the intensity because most people just don't go to failure because they are, we live in a, we live in a society also, I'm not going to say anything, but we live in a society where people avoid hard. People avoid the hard things. I talked about this. I actually posted a story about this today. I was like, um, one of my favorite quotes that has kind of resonated with me within the past year is, um, hard choices equals an easy life. Easy choices equals a hard life. Like, you decide. When you do something hard and you go into the gym and you go to failure, that's fucking hard. But guess what? Your body's going to change. Your body is going to morph. You really want to see results, go to failure. On a Go to failure on a set of squats. Go to failure on that. I swear, most people are going to ridicule that statement right there, but go to failure on go to failure on a leg leg press or something. You'll see. You're like if my body's not changing, I don't know what is. Um so, you know, you really want to make progress easy. Train your ass off. Train your ass off and do what is hard. Do what is necessary and do what is hard. That's what I do with my clients. I tell them, "Hey, this is what we need to do." And then why you need to do it and you need to train your ass off to get there and i will push them to the limit that's my job as a coach my job as a coach is to get as much potential out of them as absolutely possible so training your ass off too um, a lot of people don't understand though that even if you're code even if you're not sending videos for feedback um getting in that mindset that gun to the head mindset is really what makes the difference it really what makes that muscle really pop? What makes that muscle really grow? Um, you can look at any of my clients. They've grown from training to failure on everything and training their ass off. Now, also along with this is um, you train your ass off, you send videos for feedback, but you recover harder. We take a lot of rest days. I don't, I don't just waste my time doing rest days. Um, they need them. You got to earn them. And you actually earn rest days by training hard. You got to train hard enough to where you're like, fuck, I want to rest and I need to rest. And that's what you got to do to the body. You got to, you got to make the body need to rest. You need to put that effort in. So it needs to rest. Um, so that's, that's number three is train your ass off, send videos for feedback and just freaking recover hard. Um, four, the last or five, this is actually five. Um, <laughs> did I name that last one? Three. I have no clue. Um, you know, ask questions. The biggest thing that people can do is just say, yep, I'm going to execute. Yep. That's it. Now us as coaches, we educate all the time. At least your coach should educate. If you're not, if your coach is not educating, you need to find a different coach. Um, you need to find someone who will give you the tools, not just say they're, oh, the, the secrets you need a coach to say, or if the coach just says, trust me, um, you should be asking questions over why we're doing a certain movement, why we're have why you have your macro set at that, why more protein, um, why this, why that. Um, this really helps a coach 
Also, this is where the expertise of the coach comes in. They'll be able to answer questions about your plan and about why we're doing specific things for you as you can. Now, don't ask. One thing One thing I find with people is they always ask, um, like, why, why do you follow this ideology? Now, I will explain it to them, um, but one thing is if I don't like to answer things that don't pertain to their plan. Um, I want I want your questions to be pertaining to your plan. Now, there's a ton of education within that, like why we select certain foods, why we have cardio in, um, what's the type of cardio, um, like why do we have these foods within our peri workout window, like why do we do all these different things? And it's so you're able to actually get that education, so you're able to learn. So asking questions, I find, is one of the biggest traits because you need to know what to ask you need to know you need to be educated um so that's one that i'll go into there and lastly this is just a little tip um that i have um is take your ego out of fucking everything the biggest thing that will hold you back is actually is actually your ego it's going to be yourself i said that already before Take your ego out of everything and learn. You're not your coach is there because they have the experience. They've done it themselves. They walk the walk. They understand what works. They understand what doesn't. Um, and your ego is going to get in the way. You're like, oh, I'm not training enough. Oh, I'm resting enough. I'm not sleeping. Go balls to the wall all day every day. Um, no days off. Like, take your fucking ego, everything, and just listen to the coach. You hired them for a reason, so trust them. Um, that's a big one. So, you know, those were the five biggest tips to be a, or five biggest traits of a great client. Number one, patience. Number two, filling out your check-in on time with detail. Three, execute the plan with consistency and max effort. Four, training your ass off and sending videos for feedback. And five, ask questions. It's the biggest ones I got. So if you guys are interested in joining Team Symbio Strength and really becoming a great client, go sign up. Application is in the show notes or you can DM me at Spade of Fitness. Um, I got a cool episode coming out this week with my girl, my homie. I'm not gonna, not gonna actually say her name. Um, actually, yeah, I'm gonna give it away. I'm in with, uh, we actually did a hormonal birth control episode and female hormone episode with uh, Riza. Um, she is a coach with Metanoia Strong. Um, I have had the pleasure of having their owner, Megan Davis, on the show. Um, and Riza was, is really knowledgeable in everything hormonal birth control. Um, we discuss how to come off of it. Um, we discuss what it does to the body. We discuss, we discuss a whole bunch of things with it. Um, and I'm so excited to get this episode out to you guys. Um, another female health episode. I think this one's pretty cool. I have a lot to touch on with this because I'm actually going through one of these things with my, I'm actually taking a client of mine off hormonal birth control. It was her decision. I purely educate. I'm not forcing her to come off of it. She decided that herself. So I'm helping her with that process right now. So you're going to get a really in-depth perspective, coaching perspective from two coaches over how we do things. We do things very similar, but a little bit different. Um, So be on the lookout for that episode on Thursday. Um, it's going to be so cool. Um, I think you guys are going to take a lot from this. Um, yeah, so 
women's hormones, female health, hormonal birth control, how to come off hormone hormonal birth control. Man, it's going to be an interesting episode. So as you guys know, um, if you guys did enjoy this episode, definitely go all the way down to the bottom of the Apple podcast page, leave a five-star rating, um, leave a review, subscribe to the podcast, share it with a friend. Um, you know, say you listen on Instagram. Um, you know, you could share from Spotify or just tag me on your Instagram story saying that you listened. Um, it really helps get the podcast out. Um, it helps me get better guests onto the show like Riza. Um, so thank you guys so much. And thank you guys for tuning in to how to be a great client on this episode of the Ace of Spada podcast.